Yo, what is up, y'all? How y'all doing? Damage Per Second Podcast, episode 164. And we are back Thursday nights, feeling all right. <laughs> Got my homie Gaming Forte here. What's up, Forte? What's up? How you guys doing today, man? Long, long weekend. Long, long week to start the week and an even longer day today. But it's been it's been it's been great. Um just enjoying life and gaming. What about you, bro? Oh, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing fabulous. Fabulous. And fabulous. Uh, you wanna see the Fer- the Fergie song? No, no, I'm not doing that. But no, um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully oh, you can't hear my heater, can you? uh talk no i mean like without talk, no if you, you should... well normally your noise oh, gate because the noise gate activate yeah so i'm talking now you, you can't yeah i don't that. hear probably, i don't i don't hear i don't hear probably should have should have did that before we went live no any, that's okay any, everybody any gets group. to see that everybody gets to see that slumber <laughs> forgets things too uh here you go anyway look it's gonna be a great show we got a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. All right, let me shout out some people in the chat. Shout out to RK474247 for being the first one here. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out, and shout out to RK for always showing up for the, the Final Fantasy VII remake live streams. I, I appreciate you in the chat, man. Uh, Relzair00, Spider13, that guy submitted. Truth Serum, Death Floyd, Mitchie Dies a Lot, and T. Harris. Uh, Tier says, sounds like a channel merger. How many layoffs? Ooh. Oh, man. Oh. No layoffs. Ooh. There'll be no layoffs with this. No, 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 this one. <laughs> the Dark Lord Fusion. What's up, man? So, Forte, what, what have you been playing over the past <clears> week? Uh, Final Fantasy VII Integrate. I've been playing that. Been playing, um, went back and was playing the base game. You on the base yeah. game right now? Yeah, I'm still on the base game. Still on the base game. I haven't gotten to integrate yet because uh, I started over on PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, you doing so any mods? Been, you know, I, I I thought about it, but that was already knee deep in playing the game. So oh, the you thing can do is, it. you can do it anytime. You can add, I, you have to show me how to do it because I haven't. I okay. looked at oh, the website. I looked at the website and I saw the all the mods on there. I was like, okay, yeah, this is you this is gonna be fun, mod, right? Yeah, Nexus Mile, yeah. It's so simple. It's basically just download a, a file, drop that file into a specific folder and in, in, in install in the install folder of the game and then launch the game and you're all set. It's, okay, it's the easiest to... mod process there is on PC as far as I've seen. Okay, yeah, you have to you have to show me that because I definitely want to... There's a couple of Aerith mods in there that I oh, definitely want to that I definitely want to partake hey, look, in. You, I know you, you, you probably ain't... know. <laughs> man, family look, appropriate, some... family appropriate ones. Yeah, I had to make look look that the Aerith Sailor Moon mod I'm using Ooh. right now got me kind of like there, there's some camera angles where I'm like, mm, uh, I, you I, have, I didn't have to change your change your it... tune. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was going to be like this. I mean, it's a good mod. It's just kind of like mm, some camera angles I, is a little, tell- little, a little low. <laughs> man, I, I, listen, man, when I saw her run, that's what made me do it. As soon, that's why I asked you in the street. It's like, where'd you get this mod? I was like, yo, look at the Sailor Moon Aerith. I was like, oh, my God. And I'm not even a Sailor Moon person, but I'm like, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to a Nate in the chat that says nothing beats Steam Workshop one button. Look, I've never used a Nate. I've never I've used never it. Used, and it's because there's not too. 
they're, I mean, I heard they're good and they're simple, but I don't see too many games, or maybe it's just that a, a lot of the games that I own aren't supported with it, but it just seems like Nexus Mods always got a, a mod for every single game that I play. So, you know, I, I know we, we, we're deep, we need deep in that real, real quick. Um, how, uh, how yeah. far are you? on on the remake uh, uh i just did the fight at the re the first at the reactor where you fight the, the first no, i just yeah the first i'm just past that okay so you, you basically, the, basically the very first yeah basically the very first boss battle that you have okay yeah i am the my last stream from the dps channel i've done five streams so far um probably about 12 hours in I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, I, my last stream, I left off where uh, um, um, Corneo uh, drops Cloud, Tifa, and Aerith into the that uh, the sewers. Mm-hmm. And so I gotta do that part to get back to uh, 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 Sector Seven. So that's where I'm at right now. I haven't played. I did a stream. I think Tuesday. I think I don't know. Can't remember my, you know, my memory's terrible. But uh, I've been playing that. I finally played some of this Power World foolishness. Oh. Uh, we can talk that about is. that later. I've been playing more Prince of Persia: Lost Crown. I'm really, really liking where the story's going. Um, it, it's 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 doing good. And then uh, lots of Call of Duty. That's that's what I've been doing. But um, let's go ahead and get into these topics. You ready for this, man? I am. All right, first topic up. <laughs> um, we we got some more games coming to PC. More games. Hey. More games. I mean, I look. I you know, I, I ain't gonna complain. You're not you're gonna you're not gonna catch me complaining. Uh, there's a rumor that Until Dawn is getting a remaster for the PlayStation Five, which is is sorely needed. Because although it looked amazing back in like 2015 when it came out on the PlayStation Four, you play it now and you're just kind of like like the the technology back then was amazing as far as like the mocap. Like usually, typically, you didn't see real world actors and actresses looking that close to. Uh, their video game counterparts back then. Mm-hmm. So that was like amazing. And it was running on Decima Engine, but like Decima Engine, that's like kind of early. But technology has advanced so much further since then. And it could definitely use a glow up visually, you know, and, and the kind of game it is, it's very slow paced. It, it, no one's really expecting too much uh, from the gameplay or the game design changes, so to speak. But the other part of it that's pretty cool is it's being released on PC, which mm. definitely has me uh, definitely going to do a uh, double dip there. Um, hopefully the remaster on PlayStation 5 is free. But or at least a minor, a minor cost to people who minor already on the PS4 version. But uh, is this something you might be interested in, man? Yeah, uh, I was looking when I was looking at it. I was like, "This is it looks super interesting." But like I said, with okay, so Tekken Eight comes out this month. When does this actually come out? Did they? What's the date on it? Tekken Eight came out today. 
Well, yeah, today, yeah, it came out today at five o'clock. Supposed to come out tomorrow, but yeah, today at five o'clock. When does um when does this uh remake come out? That that is uh to be determined. Um, they so, haven't said so, yet. They haven't said so, yet. Um, it's so it's, I I can tell you this. I will. I know I will be even if even if it wasn't for me to play it because my daughter is huge into until dawn so she's mm-hmm. definitely going to want to play through this again like i i literally watched her beat it at least nine times uh when she was going through it and i think she's beating like a total of like probably f- at least 20 times because she wanted to get 20 that perfect, times yeah she wanted that well, perfect ending where everybody lived well, well, I mean, I got that on my second try. I think I only. Well, this is before she try. knew. This was like one of her very first games, like like really, really, really playing games and stuff like that. So when yeah. she found out there was like multiple indies based on who lived and who died, she would always have. And then you know, it's no. Um, if you don't, if you don't turn your system off at the right time, and something happens, you got to redo it. So she had a whole bunch of times where she would get to the end and something stupid would happen and somebody would die. And, you know, and she really wasn't trying to look up a guy to like happen. She wanted to do it naturally. Mm-hmm. So she had to literally Good for her because go- I, I ain't got that patience. Yeah, well, <laughs> she literally, like I said, she went through a 20. It was like on her 21st or 22nd time, she officially got it. And I think the one that kept hanging her up was... um like I think you were running through the woods from the window and then you trip over a branch or something or, or a tree and it, and it gets you or something like that. Oh, uh, the dude with the, the 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 guy with the glasses. Yes, him. That would that yeah. was she died three times to that. So that was three three resets for her just to make sure he stayed alive. <laughs> it, and she and like I remember listening to her. It was and of course it was over the summer because she was like out of school then. She I would literally be in a room and she but I just hear her scream like no, no. like well, what just, happened? The, it, I mean it's the QTEs, it's the QTEs, and and you got to be fast with them as they kind of speed up as he's trying to make it back to the lodge. But, exactly. Um, I I think the difference between something like that right and say uh, Detroit Become Human. Um, by by chronic dreams that Detroit become human allowed you to redo a chapter by itself. Like you didn't yeah, have to yeah, start the that. whole game over. Whereas with Until Dawn, it's like if you missed a totem or something, it's you rap. couldn't just go back to that chapter. You had to kind of like start over, and it's just like it, it was annoying. It makes it really difficult to kind of like get all the like a hundred percent. And I, I I still haven't. I haven't really. Uh, yeah care too much to try to get that done. Did you but do uh Detroit Become Human? Did she 100% that? Who? What? Did you 100% that Detroit Become Human? I think I did. Man, Either I it's... did on PlayStation or I did on PC when it came out on PC. I did 100% is on one of them, I think. There is a that is a thing when you like look at the graph with all the pictures and all the different like real not realities but different points you can go to in the yeah. story. I like it's that because it because it, 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 it kind of incentivizes you to go do it again once you see like the paths that could have been, you know, like that, I, thought, I thought that was pretty cool. With, with, when with she when she with. finally we one hundred percent at that game, she showed me her the path the the screen path of everything, and I was like, you did all of that, and I think she did it in like three or four playthroughs. It was pretty ridiculous, bro. 
Yeah, pretty so, um, ridiculous. Th- th- this rumor is coming from Dia Labs magazine. I, I, I haven't heard of them, but uh, they claim this announce- announcement will happen within the next two weeks. And mm-hmm. um, also, this kind of coincides, and it kind of makes sense that you know there was the Hollywood Reporter article saying that they were Sony Pictures is doing a film adaptation of Until Dawn. Now I don't know if it's a prequel. Uh, a sequel to the story or whether they would like uh, be trying to have the actors who did the mocap and acting of the game to come back and reprise their roles. It's been a minute. Some of them don't look like 20 something young, 20 somethings no more. So if they try to bring them back, I think they might want to decide to go do like a, uh, you know, re- the survivors of it, like a sequel or something. Right. You know, like, you know, cause the Hayden Penitentiary. She don't look that young no more. I'm not saying she look old. I'm just saying she don't look that young no more. So they might want to have it be like, hey, you know, we're coming back to the mountain for some really dumb reason, you know, years later or something. I don't know. But anywho, um, it's a remaster. What kind of what kind of enhancements do you expect of it on PC? Uh it was already a good looking game to start with, but it was also an older game. So, you know, in that game, the ray tracing would look so incredible because it takes place at night. And there is like a, it's like the way that the moonlight shines through the, especially when you're in the woods and stuff, seeing like that glow coming through the, the woods and the trees and stuff like that. But I really think ultimately it's just going to come down to a better i mean overall frame rate better you know fidelity and stuff like that uh but i would like to see some type of ray tracing and honestly if they could do some type of path tracing in it that would actually look really really good too because i think games that really would benefit from stuff like that are mm-hmm. those kind of more realistic style looking games where the character models are like you like you a character model is like a character model you would see in something like an uncharted or something like that where it's actually based on like a human being and everything like that so i think something like that would look really really good in there the thing is it's just and it wouldn't be in a darker tone game you really don't have to worry about a lot of the things that you do when it comes to like a lot of stuff being shown because when it's dark you can kind of hide a lot of the like um the draw distances and stuff because you're not really seeing far distances when it's dark like that so they can kind of keep everything contained more but i think texture quality is going to be through the roof because i think everything in that game is like what do you see in front of you what do you see in your immediate environments and stuff like that and mm-hmm. i just think those are some of the things that people want to look toward to but for me seeing what the lighting would look like in that game just because it takes place at night in the woods near a river with moonlight coming down. I think that would be really, really cool to see how they portray that inside of the game with the new systems and stuff. Yeah. uh, I recall um, Naughty Dog talking about how they did the, the, uh, the remake of the last of us part one. And I know it's a remake, right? So it's, it's it's not, it's not not um, a remake. This is not a remake. But they <laughs> they improved upon the uh, the the mocap work and the animations and stuff like that. That's a good and point. I, yeah, that's a good and, point. Because I because I think a lot of that looks pretty dated at this point. 
um, and just in some of the movements and the motion matching of the the characters as they walk on the floor and stuff like that on the ground and things like that. So also, I think because the game runs at 30 frames per second. You people, I know some people was like, make them move faster. I think really it's just kind of like if you're playing that game today, it's it's, it's literally at 30 FPS. So you're probably like really just because <laughs> I think if they ran at 60 FPS, you wouldn't feel that way. But I agree with you about the the ray tracing. I would love to see ray tracing. Path tracing might be a step too far. I, I don't oh, know. It's definitely, super massive yeah, games. definitely will be. Yeah. I don't know. Super massive games. The developer of this is working on the remaster themselves. Um, if they are, they may feel uh, compelled to, to really go the extra mile with like, uh, but their games, even though I think their games, they're, they're spread way too thin and their games have, none of their games have been as good as Until Dawn was um, since then. Visually, their games have blown Until Dawn away. And I think that they really need to, if they're working on it, I can really see them really stepping up the texture work, uh, stepping up all the visual features and all that. So um before we move on real quick in addition to this rumor a few days earlier there was this this room was kind of like a little less solid but there are rumors that for this year playstation will be releasing the last of us part two god of war ragnarok demon souls ghost of tsushima and gran turismo 7 all on pc this year now, what do you think about yeah. that? Ooh. All on PC? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I'm still waiting for... Um, I can see it. I can definitely see that. Um, at a certain point, I think that... the re I think that's going to kind of help them with the announcement, especially when it comes to the first break, because right now, until they come out with a PlayStation um, State of Play, that's going to talk about what games are actually coming to the PlayStation 5 um, proper console. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they're going to use PC to supplement them like they pretty much did last year. Last year, they had more games released on other platforms than they did on their official, on their main platform, PlayStation, when it comes to first party. And then as of right now, you know, we're, we're super early in the year. No information about what's happening on PS5 as of right now. But we do know that they have a lot of third-party stuff and second-party support. But I do think that it's a good chance that PC also could probably be the linchpin to bring in more revenue for them this year compared to last year as well. Because I, I don't think they got a Spider-Man. They don't have a Spider-Man coming out this year to help them like they did last year. So unless right. they have something super cagey underneath in the books, they're really going to be depending on third party, like final fantasy rebirth, um, grand, um, you know, um, uh, grand blue coming out. And then you also have a whole bunch of other games like that. And then PC releases, um, over the course of the year, that's going to kind of supplement though. Yeah. I, uh, I think this one, this, 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 this rumor comes from 4chan. So, you know, take a massive, massive you know, coma yeah, yeah. inducing grain of salt oh, on this. Uh, I, I don't really think this one is, is legit. I think it's just somebody guessing upon and using games that are, 
uh, slated to likely come out due to when they were released on PlayStation and the games from PS4 that still haven't come out yet. Um, something that I think needs to be uh, recognized and something I've noticed when it comes to PlayStation with their releases on play- on PC have been that all the games are single player. Mm-hmm. They have not released a single, except for the stuff that's like relaunching day and date like like uh um hell divers 2 right which isn't out yet but all of the back catalog stuff none of them that have multiplayer have released yeah. so until i see an announcement from them of a game that has some component of multiplayer in it being released on playstation i mean on pc I'm going to say they're just going to keep doing their single player games that don't have any of that. And for whatever reason that they've held off on the, the, the back catalog games that do have some form of multiplayer, whatever the reason is, I don't know, but right. I just know that that has been the, the cadence so far. And until that changes that I'm not thinking any differently. So from what was listed, the last of us part two got God of war Ragnarok. I can see both of them coming out this year. True. Um, but Demon Souls has multiplayer in it. Ghost of Tsushima has the 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 Amazing Legends uh, a multiplayer section to it, and Gran Turismo Seven got multiplayer. I don't think those three are coming. So right. until they show me otherwise, is is where I'm at. Um, you ready to move on, man? Yeah, definitely. Wait, first yeah. of all, are you are you buying it? Are you gonna get it? Until dawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I you know how you are scary and stuff, so I just want to make sure. uh, This is the one I was good with. I was good with it. Look, until dawn, when the girl didn't scare you enough, huh? Well, no, I I just I I like those kind of telltale kind of games. But gotcha. This is the this is the game that that I bought. The reason why I bought my uh, my PS4 when I saw this game at 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 a at an E3, I was like, oh yeah, I'm getting this. And then I saw it was only on PlayStation, and I was like, well, I'm, this is it. I'm, this is why I'm getting a PlayStation. And so when, when I bought my PS4 like a month before Until Dawn came out. Mm. So, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm definitely uh, um, competent on PC. Um, okay. Next here is, give me a second. We have a uh, announcement of Sony Uh-oh. announcing their continued partnership with Square Enix on Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Something that shouldn't be a shocker really to anybody considering the history of Square Enix and Sony when it comes to th- these remake games. But this also has a lot of people, uh, they didn't say any details and they never do, right? But this mm-hmm. also has a lot of people thinking that whenever the xbox version of these games uh start to come out has just been pushed back just a little bit further uh and i I mean in my opinion you're probably not going to be seeing any of these games on an xbox until the entire trilogy is done but uh we do know there is a pc version um that will likely be out i think if i recall correctly it could be there's only a three-month 
time delay for rebirth but square enix has already kind of said that just because there's a contractual uh uh time limit doesn't mean that right when that time limit's up that the game will be on other platforms so i don't expect rebirth on pc until like 2025 but uh force what do you think about when this will eventually release on the xbox on oh, xbox or when it's coming to pc both you could you, oh. you could you could answer both <laughs> pc pc a year from now xbox when the whole trilogy is finally out so like and that's and that's a year so like next and that's gen. A, and that's <laughs> at least generation. a year right it'll be a launch title for the next gen it'd be yeah. <laughs> it's it's um, not coming if if it comes at all Let's be for real. If it comes to Xbox at all, I think part it, of me, I think with part the of new, me feel, the new Square Enix CEO, I think is more open to putting their games on. on. Well, no, I no. Mean, look, I think the look, new like Square Enix CEO, like, is allowing Xbox to market. You know, uh, they're allowing Xbox to market Visions of Mana that comes out this summer. So I think they're a little bit more open with Xbox with the new CEO. Oh, I so think, I think it, open. I think it will show up eventually, but. Yeah. I mean this 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 deal was <laughs> this deal was kind of this this deal was kind of written before um the new CEO got in there though. I know they had some revisions across the way. Maybe those revisions were a way to find a way to get it on other platforms a little sooner, but I do think before the new CEO, those were not those were <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. But I do think at some point it will hit. But I do think it's at the end of the generation after all the games come out. Uh, Brian East asks, "Is remake on PC?" Um, Brian, where you been, bro? Yes, it's been, it's been on PC for over a year, maybe two years now. But yeah, but definitely probably two years. Um, um, earlier we were talking about. Me and Forte are playing Final Fantasy VII Remake right now on PC. I'm using mods. I got Cloud wearing his Advent Children um, outfit from the movie. Uh, Tifa's wearing the, the purple dress the entire time, and that just at the Corneo Mansion section. And and I got I got uh, Barrett looking like the Master Chief right now. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely out on PC, man. Now, um, I uh, uh, Forte, I, I I just think that. I, I think it, at some point in time, Square Enix is going to be like, yeah, we're, we're thinking about putting this on Xbox and it's going to be like 2026 and or maybe 2027. And and the last section of it, the third game is out and it's done. And I don't think Sony is going to find it, it, it profitable to pay square enix any further to keep it off of a competing rival console platform at that point so th that's why i feel like eventually it will show up on the xbox and, then, and when it shows up on the xbox it'll be it'll be released as a set like a collection it'll be like the final fantasy remake collection or whatever or they'll, they'll probably give it another name but that begins with our revolution resurrection i don't know i don't know what the last one is going to be called but they'll they'll call it something like that and they'll show up on the xbox eventually but it's 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 just not going to happen anytime soon for those who were kind of hoping that the the better business relationship between square enix and and, and xbox was going to bring this to light sooner so i mean 
Anything else you want to say about it, man, before we move on? Uh, what? Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there any? thing else not really I, i'm I, I just can't wait at this point that game just needs to hurry up and come at this point are you going to be streaming it the whole thing day one no nah, no nah, i'm gonna i'm gonna play through it on my own first and then i may stream my like hard mode new game plus mode i may stream that because i, I kind of want to take my time especially with a game that I'm, I'm like really looking forward to and I think that's not going to be like the best stream because I'll be like staring at stuff and spending like five minutes in photo mode uh, and, <laughs> and, and like looking in every nook and cranny for like, you know, random material lying around and stuff. Yeah. I, and people will be like, what the heck is he doing? So no, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to stream it uh, uh, right away, but I'll, I'll definitely be streaming it at some point. Um, Speaking of games that are uh, probably not going to be streamed right away, or maybe never at all, Suicide Squad. <laughs> that, that was that was my idea of a segue. I don't think it was good. But no, Suicide Squad um, is uh, a game based upon DC characters, as we all know. But uh, something that has come up recently is that WB Games is planning on. Um, Basing, making more games based upon James Gunn's relaunch of the DCEU. So, take think about any of the movies that have already been announced in the DCEU. I know they're doing a reboot of Superman. I think they actually showed a still of the new guy who plays Superman. I thought he he looked like a younger Henry Cavill to me, but yeah, that's know. what I, I was thinking I guess, too. I guess that that was that was what they were going for, but. Um, think about all the the other movies that they have planned. I know they haven't announced too many of them, but looks like they're going to be starting making games based upon that universe, and they'll be like in and they'll be canon to the DCEU. Which I mean, that seems pretty awesome as long as they can actually nail the games, which is used to be a surefire thing. But after looking at and, pl- and actually playing Suicide Squad myself, I'm a little skeptical on that. But right. to give the actual quote from the article, uh, looking ahead further, the studio has a single player open world action Wonder Woman game in the works, which we already, we already knew, as well as games that will be canon additions to James Gunn's and Peter Safran's planned relaunch of the DC universe. Um, Forte, what, what do you hope to see from this? Like, like, what, what kind of game do you want to see that would be canon from this universe? From a WWE game based on James Gunn's DC relaunch. Hmm. Where do, okay, the question comes down to where does this relaunch start at? Well, the, it's starting now because the last game of the previous I mean, what do you think Trash DCEU was that the Flash movie, the Flash movie, and now we got the Aquaman movie that just came out what last month? Oh yeah, my bad. That's the last one. So, so that one, although that's only so so okay. So chronologically, the Aquaman movie that just came out is if I, if I if I believe correctly 
before the Flash movie because the Flash movie it was supposed to be like their reboot because it's Flashpoint. So they tried it's to kind Flashpoint, of tie yeah. a narrative reason for why they were rebooting everything. Um, so the Aquaman movie, the sec Aquaman two, which technically come um, have taken place in that universe before the Flash movie. Either way, the Flash one is supposed to be the last one, and everything they do going forward from now is. That was their James way to get Gunn Michael branded, basically. That that was their way of basically telling everybody, like, "Hey, we're gonna give Michael Keaton one more farewell as Batman before we move on." Right, and and for me, I would love to, I would love to see, and I've been wanting this for a while, a a good Superman game, like a Superman game that can kind of like capture that feeling of being literally like that powerful as powerful as superman is yet also somehow keep it compelling and make it good and fun and but you have to have him going against other like Kryptonians, Kryptonians basically or other the only reason spider-man yeah because the only thing i think that's always been a challenge for superman because i agree i i it's, it's hard to make one the reason a, a game like spider-man can kind of be exist how it is it's 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 a kid that just happens to have the ability to swing through cities and shoot webs out his arm but he's still a kid with just superhuman strength that can still you know do the things that he's doing uh and then there's a compelling he's more more, exactly it's more grounded superman is like how the heck do you ground um, somebody that's from another planet literally from another planet and gets his power from the sun i i don't think that i don't think like i don't want to play a superman game where people like they, they want me to be like stopping like guys from st- stealing a person like an old lady or something like it, I, you, i'm not trying to be flying around metropolis like stopping bank robbers like nah i'm superman right like, I, i'm not saying i'm that like i'm just i'm too good for that but it just that seems boring because the, what where is the challenge the the regular bank robber can't hurt him there's literally nothing that would hurt him i, I think at that point it almost be like you're if that's what you were trying to be based the game design around it'll be more of how many people can superman save like you're not in danger but the people the citizens of metropolis are so you literally need to be like flying around stopping crime and but you're really caring more about stopping people from dying and i think although that may provide some tension i still don't find that very like fun to play think about it well i agree think about it which one do you like and and we don't want to crap on the original superman movies and stuff but the original superman movies were based on basically what spider-man is based on with saving protecting the people of earth and saving this and saving that it did had a, a villain in lex luther that you know you was going against and then contrast that to what they did with man of steel like man of steel was a good movie was it as good as the original movies probably not but it was more of compelling of what a Superman movie would be. Like when you watch Man of Steel, you're like, yeah, this is this is what Superman yeah, like, is. It, 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 like that, that the, 
you know, it took you the entire movie to finally get to that point, right? To get to that the point, right? But once you got there, the Kryptonians hitting each other looked like something that you would actually expect from the Kryptonians hitting each other. Um, exactly. And it's like, ugh, like that looked great, but also it was kind of like not really Superman. No, I mean, yeah, in the sense that, like, I mean, at the end, he he snapped, <laughs> he snapped Jeremiah's <laughs> neck, <laughs> just, just snapped it, like, which was awesome. It but was yet also <laughs> not quite what I expect from Superman, <laughs> right? Exactly, and and it's it's hard it's hard to do it, but I I I I used to say I we used to be able to say, Rockstar has my full confidence that they can make it work. But then I played Suicide Squad, and now I'm like, mm, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll have to see on that. I'm not. I'm not 100 certain. Um, anything else you want to say on this one before we move on? Forte. Did I lose Forte? Yeah, Forte, if you're talking, I can't hear you, man. in silence all right let's get into this uh next topic because i'm gonna have uh, oh no my my no my dog ran by and unplugged my mixer and i had to plug it back in yeah he has thumbs to do that no he hit the he 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 likes to <laughs> no i have a heater like not a heater but the vent in the basement literally shoots it's like underneath goes underneath my desk and his bed is right there mm-hmm so my daughter called them to come upstairs and we called him to come upstairs. The power cable for the what stays right next to his bed. And when he got up, he hit it and it unplugged it by accident. Okay. Okay. Bad dog. Uh, any, Bad anyway, dog. Um, <laughs> Halo infinite is shifting away from seasons, uh, going forward mm. now. Um, what they're going to be called are content updates. And so the, the, updates. the one that's coming out for this month is called CU for content updates 29. I, I think, I think it's 29. Yeah. Um, when did we get one through 28? You, you already got those, I guess. Whoa, whoa, I, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, I thought we got seasons. I thought it was seasons up to now. You would yeah, think you know, this is know, just consider, consider content one. You know, it, it's it. I, I guess they were hoping this would be less confusing. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. I mean, so, I understand what they're doing. They're telling you like, oh, all the content that you got up to like content twenty eight was in the previous seasons. Now we're just gonna call them content drops. I'm like, but that's confusing. Just start over. Okay, whatever. Mad confusing. Um, a lot of people. This has a lot of people thinking, especially considering how. How old is this gameplay that I'm playing Halo with you? Uh, sometime yeah. last year. Yeah, it's definitely old. <laughs> yeah, I don't think either one of us have played uh, Halo. I haven't played in Halo minute. in a minute. <laughs> at least which you won that match, be, though. Which might be the reason why they are now longer doing seasons. Because they're just like, hey, look, man, we got another Halo in the tuck. We working on that. And mm -hmm. uh, we not doing campaign stuff for this Halo Infinite. 
and uh, we need to shift some resources so we're not going to be doing full seasonal releases for halo infinite any further let's call them content updates and right. it'll be less free i mean it seems like it'll be a little bit more frequent but you're not really getting like all the content that we used to get right and so uh, what are your thoughts on that? You are you? Do you think that, that does this really mean that like three four three is starting to wind down on their continued development on Halo Infinite? Uh, sir, what did we? What did I, what did what did I tell you? They need to, the only thing that was going to save Halo Infinite was not calling it Halo Infinite, meaning Halo Infinite at some point was going to have to go away if they truly want to move on and do better when it comes to halo itself because as much as halo infinite in theory should have been way better than it actually was they screwed that with the content release that they did with the game you know showing it off the way they showed it at first um the delay by a year the overall uh, inability to have content released on in a timely manner and all in the campaign blunders and stuff like ten, that. With ten comes, month seasons. Yeah, ten month seasons. It's just the game. It wasn't it, like I said. It's not that the game is bad because I think the game is good. I think the game was actually pretty good. But it just ultra, great. yeah, multiplayer is amazing. But it just comes back. There was so many different things that people just did not like, and and, and we all know this about about people. Once they're burned on your game. It's so many other things they can go it's out really and play to get them to come back to yeah. get them back and halo as much as halo is a great name it's a great ip no game is it can no game can escape that if people don't want to play it because they don't like the direction they're not going to do it i played destiny for seven years but guess what there were a bunch of people that played destiny on day one didn't like the direction that they were going in and guess never what those people never came back and we're talking about a franchise that did amazing over a 10-year period basically i mean not so much over the last you know year and a half to two years but overall it did a really really good job of maintaining their players but they still didn't get nowhere near that 20 million people that played the game day one to come back and play the game so that's what they kind of need to do with this so i'm really good i'm really happy that they actually are going to just move forward i think it's kind of that nintendo effect where nintendo was like yo the wii u didn't do too well we need to kind of move on from this if we want to be able to salvage some of the the name that we have when it comes to nintendo because a lot of people just don't understand that you know you only got one good chance to like really really Im you know impress people with the stuff that you come out with especially when it comes to uh, a game that takes years and years and years to make now you know people talk about how the the price of games are going up but the 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 time that it takes to develop these games are getting longer so when are you going to find time to actually do it so the fact that they're actually moving forward with that makes me happy the only thing that sucks about it is i don't know if they're going to continue the story that they were going with i mean we've seen 343 abandon a story before you know you ain't got to go too much further back than halo 4 i mean not halo 4 halo, halo 5 Guardians. 
Yeah, Halo yeah. Guardians, where we don't know what the heck. Okay, did, so did Cortana actually finally go rampant and, and all this other crazy stuff? You know that oh, yeah. was supposedly oh, you, you, happening. You found all that off scene, like all the oh yeah, you, all exactly. the interesting stuff in the Halo Infinite campaign happened happened all off, off screen. All screen. So yeah. now, are we actually going to get? Are we going to get a finale to the whole Master Chief and Atriox? I hope that they still revisit that because I think that was probably some of the most compelling villain ability that they could ever do because I don't think there was a way that you were going to bring back the magic of the flood and stuff like that because people already seen it. But I also think that when it came to just a villain in general, Atriox was the best that you could kind of do at that point because he was in the lore and it was one of the parts of Halo that a lot of people never got a chance to experience just due to the fact that he's in a game, a version of the game that most people don't play when it comes to RTSs and he just happens to be one of the most compelling villains. So I hope that they do stick with him and kind of, you know, keep up with that story i just don't know if they will but i'm happy they're moving in the direction to keep going with it i just hope that they you know finish out some of the stuff that they already started when it came to character developing and you know especially with atriox and stuff like that yeah i i, I think uh i think the 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 shine that's on that halo infinite um is is a little it's getting a little bit duller and it's going to continue to keep dull, getting duller and duller until uh they they're ready to announce uh where did you get the gift from where did you get the was that ultimate warrior pimp slapping mr perfect it's a backslap yeah what's that what is that was that ultimate warrior and mr yeah, perfect yeah yeah it's ultimate warrior mr perfect yeah um, um... <laughs> he sold that back <laughs> i forgot how well mr perfect can, sl can sell oh, a backflip he could sell a backflip rest in peace mr perfect you can sell a backflip that man could sell could sell some uh some um some moves in, in wrestling he was he yeah. was a very good heel too um yeah he was there is a rumor now this isn't confirmed um so no one you know if you haven't heard this yet don't freak out but there's a rumor that uh, it, it's the it's creative as assembly right that's the support yeah. developer creative assembly they're the battle royale they have they have been working on for halo infinite there is a rumor that it's been canceled yeah yeah now if they are winding down on development on halo infinite and then and they're just gonna it's gonna go into basically the same level of commitment that they have with the master chief collection if that is the case then i can understand them canceling the battle royale and just be right. like you know what where we don't we don't believe in this uh growing any further we 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 made the game as good as we could. We uh, we fixed it. We uh, the multiplayer is awesome, and we we got a few people back. You know, we really pushed hard, and then it kind of fell off. And it's just you know, there's 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 no we we missed out. We missed out on our wave. There's no getting uh, all the Halo community to come back to this. But you know, we still believe in Halo, and we'll we'll do a new one. And it, as long and maybe you're right, Forte, it's that name. Halo Infinite is just is like you say it, and people feel like you know they they 
they smell the turd or something. Their face just turns. Up, you know? <laughs> That's <laughs> how I feel about it. And and it's just because of the the sour grapes and the the failed expectations, all the disappointments got people just like, no, you know it does it, it it's it, even though it's a good game at this point, and and a good time if you play it, there's just too much frustration there for for a, a large number of the gaming community to play it and then you gotta also deal with the fact that like and I, i've said this multiple times before i have to say it again like look we old man yeah, old. yeah. and arena shooters are not in with the youngins you know the you know you know <laughs> our fellow young gamers aren't giving a crap about arena shooters like that call of duty and someone's gonna say well call of duty is still popular guess what the, the part that of call of duty that's really really popular for the young kids is Warzone. yeah they don't play Warzone. the regular call of duty anymore really yeah the, the, their version their, their battle royale part of it is what's popular not the multiplayer which i play all the time the arena oh, shooter God. section of it is not as popular as, and just look at the numbers. It's not as popular as Warzone. And when Call of Duty comes out, they play the multiplayer just so they can grind weapons to use in Warzone. The big Warzone mm -hmm. update does not drop when the new Call of Duty comes out. And Activision does that on purpose. So they can get some people playing the multiplayer. Not that no one plays it. It's, it's, it gets way more people still playing the multiplayer than the vast uh, majority of multiplayer games that are out there. But it's not what it used to be. And I, I don't think it's ever really going to get back to that because these new generation of gamers don't... They don't value the arena shooter aspects of, of the multiplayer the way we do. It's, it's just not for them, which you can't force it. It is what it is. Right. And I think that I think that's something that however they choose to do the new Halo, uh, I do fully expect the campaign, right? Like that, that, mm -hmm. that better be a, there better be a campaign. But as far as the multiplayer goes, I think like the arena shooter aspects of Halo will always be there, but they're going to have to expand beyond that if they expect it to have any kind of like lasting impact in today's market. Uh, anything else you want to say on that before we... Uh move on uh, no i think you, you if you want to take one more look at just halo in general master chief collection should have been probably one of the most played games in xbox history when it came to that game releasing on xbox and it didn't because it missed the mark on day one release and the condition it was in and a lot of people that would have loved to play that game pretty much in perpetuity stop playing it like myself just due to the fact that it released in such a terrible state by the time they fixed it you moved on to something else and that's just kind of been a, that's kind of been a story with halo for like the last decade basically but that's it okay <sighs> i i really hate talking about this uh oh. But you know what? Uh, let's, let's, let's just rip the band aid off. Let's just get into it. Uh oh. Freaking Power World, man. Power <laughs> World. You want Power a Pokemon fan? Heck no. I hate Pokemon. 
I've always that's why you, that's why you hate power world <laughs> you know I decided Ooh. to play it I decided to give you know see what you, see what the big deal what? is because 8 Let's million people play. on steam alone 8 million people have bought this game mm-hmm sure have in like what a week or something it is at, at, at for very briefly it surpassed Fortnite on xbox for uh concurrent players on the xbox console like why i don't get i do i do not get it um forte i know you've played it and i know you like Uh what do you think about power world listen man if you are a listen i talked about it on brap yesterday my whole store for the most part of the nine associates I have, seven of them play Power Power World. Literally, and they, and it is the Your dream. Employees have no taste in games. Just want to let you know. Listen, that. Go ahead, li- but my listen, my employees are Nintendo fans, and it's nothing wrong with that. You know, they they like what they like, and they they play thousands of hours of Pokemon Go, and that's who they are. And and they got no taste in gaming. Go ahead, go ahead. Is that the wrong with that slow? Just because you hate and don't mean anything. Um, but the biggest thing is, it is, it is a refreshing take on a formula that a lot of people don't like when it comes to survival, when it comes to survival, uh, survival type games. This isn't even the type of game that people, the majority of people will play because it's a very niche um, entry point for it. But when you when you put in the ability to battle pals and capture and train and build settlements and then you put the survival aspect on top of it and you got it's like the game has something for everybody of any walk of life that wants to do it if you want to build settlements and build you know um and build lodges you can enslave animals and people if you want to hey if you want to enslave animals and people with weapons and guns and treat them like lemons you can if you want to throw glass pokeballs at things that aren't pokeballs, but they kind of are, if you want to do that to capture, you can do that too. If you want to have fun playing with your friends and just laugh and do things that you wish you could do in Pokemon that you can't do because Nintendo has a subpar online infrastructure, you can kind of do that in this game. So it, it, it literally, it literally checks off a bunch of boxes for a lot of people that play that want to play a game like this that didn't even know they wanted to play it so this is i hope they get away with this because this will kind of show in my eyes nintendo what they could be missing with something else but what do you mean mean get away with this what do you what do you 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 get away because i think they're trying to get away with because they are infringing slightly on some of nintendo stuff when it comes to their poke when it comes to some of these pals oh boy they are infringing what are you telling me man that 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 pioneer pocket or pot pair whatever the freak this developer's name is right that Mm -hmm. they that they actually took real pokemon and said, let's just put them in our game that we already got little balls that we captured them in. They that they actually <laughs> took like real Pokemon and did the same. I mean that that would be be pretty bold. Listen, listen, man. When you if you take a 
if you take a picture of one Pokemon, like I said, like let's take a picture of Gyarados and we put a picture of their Gyarados versus Pokemon's Gyarados, you're going to be like, wow. Yeah, I don't know what you just said, but I believe you. I believe you. Um, it's, it's, so, I, I mean, ultimately, it's just going to come back to like part of me wants this to. Well, check out shout out to uh, Trevor Burst on Ramon Terrell says I don't get the phenomenon personally. It's the same reason people. It's the same reason you. people don't. It's the same reason people don't get Pokemon. The only reason people deal with Pokemon is because it's a it's a known brand that at this point is so old. People are just used to it at this point. But when Pokemon first came out, it got burst on the scene and everybody was like, what's the deal? What's, what's this whole thing about catching things and have to catch them all and all of these different weird names for these creatures and throwing balls at things? Like, what's what's so special about that? And, you know, this is the same thing, but it's more on a mature, not a mature. Well, I will say a mature lane because Nintendo will never allow video games to have guns in them. That ain't Splatoon, especially when it comes to their cuddly little cute little characters. You won't see Pikachu smoking a cigar with a gun in his hand. You won't see that, but you will in what? Power World. <laughs> you, you might see it in Power World. No, you wait, might no, see no, it. No, no. Look, look, I, I have barely seen any of the piles, but I refuse to believe any of them are smoking cigars and holding guns. Well, I, I mean, like I can see it. I mean, they are holding guns. The gun, the, the, the pals hold guns? Well, no, the people hold guns around the pals, but the pals, they, they you know, they're enslaving the pals. It's like, it's like, it's like Pikmin. Yeah, it. <laughs> the fact that there's guns in the slow mo, the fact that there's guns in the game <laughs> that actually shoot things that explode means it would never happen by Nintendo. I'm just not not not, not this, by Nintendo. This, this pal just like killed me with one shot. I'm a, looking at it. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, listen, <laughs> but this, but look, but look. Shout out to them for being able to creatively come up with a way to like spoof what Nintendo got going on with their characters. They said, well, if Nintendo not going to do it, we're going to do it. I just hope they get away with it because I feel like this was show Nintendo like doll. We need to. This is the Nintendo's not doing this kind of stuff. They they don't. No, want no. I just want. Right. No, it's more. It's not. It's not this in general. I just want Nintendo to see that the value of their console is just a small portion of what it could be if they put their stuff in other places. Like this. Like this is what Pokemon would be if it wasn't just on Nintendo. I do think the whole aspect of violence is kind of the thing that's pushing us a little bit higher because you can actually shoot guns and stuff in it. And we all know how, how people love to shoot guns when it comes to like video games. I do think that's a big portion of it, but I also think this is just a really good litmus test to tell Nintendo, like, listen, this is like, even if they're not infringing completely on your IP, they are literally speaking to the fans, the, a lot of the fans that play your IPs to the point where they're kind of comparing this to your game. 
Right, and, and so, and so that, that kind of what, what comes into the play with the whole Pokemon company. So the Pokemon um, um, Game Freak. Um, yeah. Who, uh, I guess they own the Pokemon IP, or maybe they just developed the game for for Nintendo, and Nintendo owns the IP. I don't know the exact uh, uh, dynamics of that business relationship, but they came out with a statement saying, essentially saying that, hey, look, we're looking into this in case our, our uh, uh, assets, our IP, our intellectual property was in front. Right. And so typically you don't really say that unless you're really about to do something like, like there's just no purpose in just saying that without like there actually being something that you feel like you, you have right. a, something to, to, to do with that, which at this point, um, pioneer pair has made way more than what they ever anticipated making on this. Uh, you yeah. now have enough money to hire the right people to, if you did do any kind of infringement of copyright or of, of stealing of assets um, from Pokemon for this game, you can very easily make new assets and make it very easy and push and, and push that those assets in place and take out the stuff that was infringed. They're probably still going to sue you now because you're 8 million games sold with people think calling your game Pokemon with guns. So yep. you're probably still going to get sued, but at least you can kind of put yourself in, in the, uh, uh, the way uh getting ahead of what might be inevitable if they decided that if they actually, you know, really did infringe on on that copyright um right. what else was i going to say uh so forte have you you're not really on twitter like that right i have been recently but yeah not as okay. much but what's why, why you say that why you ask i should say why are fanboys fighting over this game <laughs> they're fighting okay so it depends on what side of the um the lane you're on if you're a console fan you're basically fighting a good fight of telling other console fans that guess what i'm on xbox and i can play this amazing game that is you know one of the most phenomenal the biggest phenomenons of early 2024 and it's on console, it's only available on Xbox. And if you're on PlayStation and Nintendo, you're like, why is this game on our place on our system? But you're also telling people like Xbox fans got the busted version of the game because they don't even got all the same features that the PC version has. And PC just out here eating and living well. So they just make it fun of everybody. So there's so 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 there's a lot of different lanes to it, but if we want to just keep it the console, it's the fact that Xbox got something that X that PlayStation and Nintendo ain't got. And PlayStation making fun of them because who cares? Don't all want to play no game with Pokemon shooting guns anyway. <laughs> But everybody played it, so that's what Xbox is talking about. <sighs> it's beautiful, isn't it, Slobo? You know, it's the circle not. of life. The it, circle it's, of it's, life. It's it's ridiculous that 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 people are arguing over this 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 game that I I don't know if the majority of the people that's arguing over it even playing the game, but um, it's it's now on PlayStation, and by the way it seems like if it does come to PlayStation, it's not coming to PlayStation anytime soon um if they have 
have not even started working on a port the playstation that will take some time and you know this isn't a very big studio from what i've seen it's like somewhere but it's like like maybe like 50 developers i think so you're, it's going to take a while to get a port up to pc so depending on how popular this this game continues to be i'm a little i don't know about the longevity of this one i don't think this is going to be like a like a i mean it's it's doing great now how great would it be like would people even still be talking about this game in three months i don't know but i i just find it funny that it's 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 being used in the, the console war for whatever reason um i'm probably i haven't uninstalled it yet but you ain't gonna catch me streaming this like how about that? <laughs> uh it's, it's it's really janky it's a it's a, it's a game preview I, I knew it was gonna be janky but it's just uh it ain't my kind of game i'm not into survival games anyway so yeah it's just it's not gonna be for me forte are you gonna keep playing it uh it was cool i'm not really the biggest of pokemon people like that I just wanted to download and see what all the craze is about and i could definitely see it and maybe if now i will say this if it did go on nintendo there's probably a good chance i probably would play it because of just the portability state of it it's not i just don't see myself spending see time it, i can see them putting it on like switch 2 before they right. put it on playstation just right and that's not because yeah, yeah. like 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 they want they, they want to exclude playstation but the switch this would be something that i could see that people would want to play uh right. um, portable and and they probably see especially with the switch 2 about the release real soon they're probably thinking about like the the popularity of this game already they could really probably clean up on a new platform brand new platform that's going to have a lot of eyes on it yeah i i could see them probably going ahead and put it on um switch to before playstation just due to the nature of the kind of game it is yep i agree i i think that would be that would be the case but the fact <laughs> man the people people will fight about anything yeah anything that has even if they ain't even trying to play it and that's the funny thing ain't nobody most of these people that argue about this don't even care about it but it's you know for xbox it's a it's another it's a one-up to playstation fans that can't play it over there but it's also um it's just another thing and, and again is are, are they actually playing it like i wish there was i wish a lot of people have their stuff hidden i wish you could just literally go and look at people's things like okay you're talking all this junk about power how much Man, did you actually people play people it? have their stuff hidden for a reason I know, cause I wanna know how much you Cause, talking. Cause they, how they, much they, did you that, play this? They're not really playing the things that they uh, that they they spend so much time on social media talking about. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Let's let's go ahead and do this final topic. I think this is uh, a decent enough transition. <laughs> um, final topic of tonight. Microsoft has uh, not had a great day. Uh, no, even worse no. than the day that Microsoft has had uh, the 1,900 developers that worked for Microsoft also have not had a have had an even worse day 
because now they're out of a job. And what happened was Activision had laid those 1,900 people off. Most of them are laid off from Activision Blizzard King, which if you're familiar with burgers and, and, and acquisitions, this is kind of something that does tend to happen. Uh, like usually 10% of employees of a company that was acquired do end up getting laid off. By the way, please sub to the channel if you haven't already. We re really, really appreciate that. Um, anywho, we want to we want to have a heartfelt, you know, our condolences to those who have lost their jobs. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to hear wants to hear that's happening to people, and it really sucks, especially in the manner that it happened. And that's where I will absolutely give Microsoft some some much needed smoke for because you're already upending people's lives. Mm -hmm. at least do so in a respectful manner. And although I don't think it was intentional, or maybe it was because Mike Ibarra's statement, I'm going to get to Mike Ibarra, seemed pretty planned. So he seemed like he knew what was going down. He knew it was happening. But a lot of other people did not. And there are developers who worked there who were made known that they were being laid off because their slack account no longer worked or through social media there are people that found out their team was get entire team was getting laid off through social media stuff like that should not be happening i should not be knowing that these people don't have work before they don't they know they don't have work it's disrespectful but included with that as i mentioned before mike Ibarra, formerly the president of Blizzard has left the company along with the chief technology officer. I think it is Alan uh, Ad, Adland. I, I probably, I need to get his last name correct. I apologize for that. Uh, he's another executive who has also left the company. And in case the, the hits haven't been enough already, here's another one. The highly anticipated yet unannounced Blizzard survival game called Odyssey has been canceled, a game that's been in development for six years. Canceled. Before say, before you go, a couple of things I want to, to clear up because it seems like there were some things that Matt Booty has said and things that were put out there that were not fully 100% the truth. One, Matt Booty had a statement that he said he he came out with and which is rare because Matt Booty rarely speaks. I mean his Twitter account hasn't been hasn't had an update since 2019, October 2019. But Matt Booty with a statement says in addition to the events today, Mike Ybarra and I have been discussing his future and some of his personal passions for some time. As many of you know, Mike previously spent more than 20 years at Microsoft. Now that he has seen the acquisition through as Blizzard's president, he has decided to leave the company. Now, that's a pretty typical PR statement. But let's go to what Jason Schreier said. <laughs> uh, it's not funny, I'm, I'm, uh, but I'm laughing because it's like, are you serious? Uh, Jason Schreier said that uh, back during BlizzCon, 
he had a conversation with Mike Ibarra, and Mike Ibarra said they would have to drag me out of the blizzard. I have no intention of going anywhere. Hmm. Kind of curious. Uh, did they have to drag him out? What do you think, Forte? Ooh. Man, it's kind of hard because he, he seemed very vehement that he wasn't going anywhere. And then all of a sudden, then there's a huge change in tone. I always heard that there was always a lot of bad blood between Xbox or Microsoft or Xbox and Mikey Bard. That's why he left the first time around. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people as well. And a lot of people were always wondering how he felt the moment that the news came down that Xbox was in the in the business of purchasing Activision Blizzard, you know, him having to come back. And it seemed like he was doing very well with the overall transition in general. I mean, I guess when you got billions and billions of dollars and millions of dollars in um in um buyouts in, in place, you kinda you definitely gonna toe the line you need to. But a lot of people already knew. And it doesn't and it doesn't go and this doesn't take away the fact that, you know, people lost their jobs. But I also think a lot of people knew this was gonna happen at some point because there's a lot of uh, redundancies that are happening between, you know, Xbox and Blizzard Activision or Activision Blizzard overall still doesn't make this any better of a scenario that's happening. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I do think that Mike kind of probably saw this on the wall the closer and closer that this acquisition came to being. And once... um the decision was made that Bobby Kotak wasn't going to be there anymore. Um, once the decisions that were being made about everything else and how Call of Duty was going to be handled and how how they restructured, you know, Sarabon and um, and Matt Booty being over all the stuff, and you never heard anything about Mike Ubarra's name in any of that. It just and if you remember, Greg, I always felt, I always heard that the reason, one of the reasons he was leaving because of the advancement. He felt like there was like no upward trajectory for him and his career. And he felt like he was being passed over for a lot of things. You know, that's all speculative, but that was kind of the things I was hearing in the background. And it kind of seemed like that was kind of happening again when it, when just the conversation of all of the moves that were happy to put key Xbox people in place and you never heard his name come up in any of that type of stuff. So that that's very have, true. So, so that might have triggered something. Maybe he was in line up until that point, but once he started seeing these moves happen and nothing in his names weren't attached to any of it, it probably brought back the the things that he was kind of disgusted with the first time he was around. So Xbox definitely, or Microsoft definitely isn't going to win any awards for any of the moves they're making today. But I do think Mikey Barra, him specific, specifically, I think his is more motivated just off his past of dealings with Xbox and Microsoft not really due to what's going on with ABK in general in itself. Cause I think a lot of people knew that was going to happen 
and they knew it was going to be a very, very dark day the day it did happen. I, I, I would say this, like, yes, you're going to have redundancy. So you, you had a company that was running independently before, and now they're no longer independent. You own them. And so there's certain things that you may not need. You may not need the legal teams that they had. You may not need uh, certain, certain customer service things. Although it seems like from, from what I'm seeing is that they laid off the entire internal customer service team that Activision Blizzard King had. And apparently though they were very good. And now they, they may be outsourced that kind of work which people are not happy about uh right. something else that i need some clarification on and i don't mean this to be disrespectful to anybody on the xbox side of things but i do believe that the the marketing teams at activision blizzard king are 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 really kind of top in the class when it comes to the video game industry and how they have marketed the 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 games that these these uh this publisher has had and how well they are marketed and i think that things that we always complain about with xbox marketing about mixed messaging about not really staying on message not really uh conveying the 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 message that you're trying to deliver to gamers in a way where they they get where you're coming from that's something that they need to work with and that would be a redundancy and but if that's a redundancy that you feel like rectifying, it should be rectified more in the opposite direction than in the direction tw towards laying off ABK people because they're good at their job or right. integrate them into the Seattle Xbox team. But you shouldn't be giving, you know, just throwing away great talent. And this is a little bit more than a slight restructuring or you know yeah eight eight percent of staff was let go but when you got fifteen thousand people that's a lot of people you know like it's 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 nearly two thousand people i mean that's literally like like more than some publishers more than uh like you know some massive studios that's a lot of people that's a lot of people and i find it hard to believe that in just a short period of time in just three months you knew all the right people to get rid of. You knew all the right people that that you could live without. There are, I'm seeing developers who are saying, hey, I'm I'm the, the quality assurance, the QA lead. I don't have a team anymore. Well, how, how is he supposed to make sure bugs get fixed? There are people, there's reported layoffs from the studios that maintain Call of Duty. It's the cash cow. How are you like like how was this redundant? That's not a redundancy. Cause that's staff that actually works specifically on a game. That's not a redundancy. I understand, even though I don't like it, that community managers are typically like the first to go. And they always kind of feel like, oh, you can always find somebody who speaks well, who's who who's good at social media, who's got a great personality and speaks and knows how to talk to gamers well, yet has a tough skin. Oh, we oh, there are a dime a dozen. You can find anybody to do that. I know that's how they, they think, but I've seen some bad community managers before too. So it might not be as easy as they think it is. Regardless, another issue that I saw 
was about that survival game, Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say something that's going to be probably a little unpopular with that, but I'll, I'll get to the unpopular part second. The, the first part I want to say is there is a discrepancy, a big discrepancy on how that was done because they canceled the game. And the initial statements that were in the press was the team that was working as almost 100 people or maybe a little bit more than 100 people that were working on that survival game have been divvied up and then moved on to working on unannounced projects that they were trying to prototype. So in a way, it was kind of announcing they got games in the tuck they're working on. Okay. But then I saw a tweet, and this tweet was from um, Quiet VFX, who uh, was a VFX artist that was working at Blizzard, working on the survival game. And she says the entire survival team just got laid off. She didn't say they got reassigned to something else. Laid off. I'll be radio silent while I sort out and sort out and feel my emotions before I figure out what's next. I loved working on this project with my team. It was the best thing I ever did in my career. I'm only sorry no one would get to see it. So what's the truth, man? Did you lay off? As a matter of fact, I'm not even going to ask, like, like, because clearly she's got no reason to lie, lie about whether she has a job or not. Y'all lied and said y'all reassigned these people to other projects, but the truth is, is that you laid them all off. Right. So what's good? That's the truth of the matter. <laughs> and this part's going to be a little unpopular for some people, but I'm going to say it. I'm glad the game got canceled. I'm glad it's canceled because it looks like that game is going to be another Redfall. Never seen it. So I, I'm not basing that upon what I saw. I'm basing it upon the fact that, like, they just dealt with Redfall last year. They said they're going to try to make sure that never happens again. They just acquired this developer. And when you get to the details, I, was, I, would, I would recommend everyone read Jason Schreier's article with Bloomberg. You get to the details of what happened with Odyssey. That's not a game that you want to, that you think is going to be very successful. Here's a game, Forte, that have been in development for six years. It had been in development for six years already. Games should be launching at this point. It should be launching this year. It's been in development for that long. They had to reboot the game. It initially had an Unreal Engine 4 and found that they were not able to get this the, the massive world and 100 players in it, even though Fortnite does it. But look, I you know maybe it's visual fidelity and you know memory constraints and, and, and data streams or whatever were a little too more advanced than what Fortnite does. Okay. They couldn't get it running on Unreal Engine 4. So Blizzard told them to put the game on a different engine, a mobile engine called Synapsis. But all the assets that they had already built in Unreal Engine don't work in Synapsis. So they had all this additional work to do. And they kind of felt like, well, okay, look, we got 100 staff here. But in order for us to make it to get this game ready by 2026, which means this game would have been in development for eight years. We need to like double the staff that we have. So what does that say? I mean, that to me, that says 
cancel the game, bro. <laughs> like you've been spending how much time on this? It's not working out. So I'm fine with canceling it. Go ahead and cancel the game, but I'm not fine with laying off the entire team and then lying and claiming that you you reassign these people to other projects. That's BS. You did not do that. Um, what what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, companies are always going to try to find a way to confuse the messaging around you know just like they confuse the messaging around most things you know they're going to definitely do it when it comes to layoffs and just cancellations of things like that um the fact that they came out and wanted to make it seem like they moved assets they just moved you know priorities around that they just wanted to cancel the game they but they basically just shuttered without shuttering a studio they basically just shuttered the team that was working on it and uh, instead of just reassigning them to something else. Um, but this is, I mean, the unfortunate thing is, it's like like you said earlier, like we both said, um, part of me kind of wonders, like, how does Xbox, um, is Blizzard kind of paying for some of the mistakes that Xbox made when it came to other IPs like Redfall and stuff like that? Whereas yeah, the deal, if to a degree. Deal, like, but, they, but are they really paying, or did they finally learn? Well, and that's and that. Well, that's well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm, yeah. The, well, that, that's a whole other thing too. Because at that point, would you? But do you have to lay off an entire team to do to learn that lesson? Because we still got to come back to the the biggest piece of this is the fact that Game Pass is still a thing, and it demands con it, it demands content. And you basically shuttering a team and canceling a game and possibly in laying those people off takes away some probably really good developers that you could have had that could have been moved over to other other teams or formed into a different type of team to make something else. Even if that was something else, is it gonna come out for like one to two years, um, depending on what they theory board or what they come up with. I just feel like developers are at a premium right now uh especially for xbox because of the ecosystem that they are uh living in right now and i feel like there's better ways they kind of could have kind of gone with that but i definitely do think that games like redfall definitely stirred the pot halo was like the be like the beginning salvo but I think once they saw that a game like Redfall also can go off that because they just weren't paying attention. You got it from Phil Spencer's mouth himself talking about we need we didn't pay attention to Redfall. We paid more attention to what was going on with Starfield. And you know, oh, let, Starfield let me let me let me bet. let me let me take some shots at Phil real quick. You know, just, yeah, just real, 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 real good. you know, like, like this is the guy that's the he's the CEO of Microsoft Game and he's a gamer. I mean, look, right. my, my, he got the, the simplest gamer tag in the world. P3, real easy to remember. P3. His, his, everything open. Unlike some of these fanboys out here, whether you be Xbox guy or PlayStation guy who lock your trophy slash achievements, Phil's stuff is open. Stuff. So open. I know even though that like there, he could be playing a game that is is officially out yet, so you don't really know what the game is, but you see what he's playing. Yeah. You know, maybe Phil could have spent a little less time playing Vampire Survivors and a little bit more time checking out his own games. Are, are you looking at his achievement list right now? 
I mean, everyone knows the guy who spent played like a gazillion hours in Vampire Survivors, but he all did. I'm saying he is spent, spent a, a little less hours. time, spent a little less time on Vampire Survivors, a little bit more time looking at the, the product that you're supposed to be putting out because you are a gamer, sir. And therefore, you should be enjoying your it, this should be the perfect job for you. You you make product and enjoy said product at the same time. You, you you should be loving what you do and you should be loving your own games because there's no reason why you wouldn't know that Redfall was going to be the garbage fire that it was and no reason why you would go show up at Kind of Funny in the interview and say, well, you know, hey, look, uh, our internal mock reviews, you know, were trending to more than double digits higher than the way the game turned out to be. Why do you need mock reviews to tell you that, Phil? Matt Booty, why do you need mock reviews telling you how good the, your game's going to be? You got eyes and hands to pick up a controller. Find out yourself. And if you would rather play other games than your own games, what does that say? Right. All right, I'm off my soapbox. Continue. No, no, you're 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 fine, and I I do I do think that is kind of part of the conversation too it just ultimately really just comes back to a lot of decisions that xbox has made that hasn't been probably thought out as best as it could be and now i'm thinking other developers and other games are kind of being burned by that now the game the game might not have been in a good enough place for them to feel like we need to release this you know xbox does have the right now after owning you know purchasing abk to go in and look at it be like yeah this ain't it and it ain't gonna be ready anytime soon but i also think that shoot it sucks to have something that was in development for five to six years and just cancel it right and no one's ever going to play it it's uh you know it's bad it sucks and and I, i feel bad for you know, for creatives, the the people who were creating the game, who put their heart and soul in, and were really proud of the work they did, uh, proud of the their their contribution to their project, and we're really looking forward to be people being able to enjoy it and wanting to feel that that dopamine hit when people play the game and said, "Man, you know, those trees look amazing," and like, "Oh, right. I made those trees," you know, like that kind of feeling that they're never going to have because no one's ever going to play it because it's canceled. And, and and although that sucks, on the business side of things, you can't have another Redfall. Right. They said when Redfall happened, we're going to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Even though Redfall wasn't the first time a Redfall happened. Because prior to Redfall, they were still, they were releasing games too early. Games that were half-baked. Games that didn't have enough content. Games that were buggy and just were unfinished. This is not like a, a one-off. It's things that they had done before. So when you have a habit of kind of doing things, people have an expectation of how you release your games. And if you want to change how that reputation is, you got to make sure this stuff doesn't happen anymore. And if Odyssey was trending towards Redfall, I fully understand why they said, cancel this. But again, I the claiming of reassigning people to other teams, but you laid off the whole staff. Unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. Now, Forte, 
Mm-hmm. January isn't even over yet. <laughs> right. And we... somehow, yeah. Last year was the worst year when it comes to layoffs. We have seen nearly six thousand people have been laid off last year. Remember, th- and last somehow year's, last year started with Microsoft laying off ten thousand people. Yeah. It started in like February. So here but a lot are. of those people weren't in gaming. A lot of those people no, were that was in just Microsoft as a whole. This is in game. Yeah, this 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 nearly two thousand is strictly for Microsoft gaming. Of the but we're already people that are under the Xbox umbrella, two thousand people yeah. are laid off today, basically. And we're already at sixty percent of the layoffs of twenty twenty three have already mm-hmm. occurred in January alone. Yep. I'm anticipating where where the gaming industry is going to exceed the layoff numbers of last year, which is kind of hard to believe considering it was nearly 6,000 people last year. But when you're already at 2,000, more than that, actually, because um, it came out today, the developer of Ruiner, I can't remember their name, but the developer of Ruiner had to lay off 80% of their staff, which was about 50, 60 people. Uh, there also were layoffs for, I believe, the support studio under Gearbox that did Tiny Tina Wonderland had layoffs as well in January. So we we're we're well over two thousand, and it's it's going to. I mean, I mean, well, the, do the math. Sixty percent of the layoffs of twenty twenty three, we had nearly six thousand. So you, you can do the math on, on where we're at right now. So yeah, it's going to get worse before it gets better, and hopefully in twenty twenty five things will stabilize. The 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 really unfortunate uh, money chasing uh, um, habits of the industry, where they they saw all the potential revenue to generate during the pandemic where people were stuck at home and people wanted consoles to play games. They were bored. They they wanted things to do. They fully took advantage of that. They went on hiring sprees to make sure they could, they could hit all that content. They could deliver on, on their revenue goals. And they did. And now that all that is over. Now they're going back to quote unquote normal, which is laying off all those people. And then some, so I don't know. Hopefully, twenty twenty five is it puts it into this crap. But you know, whether you are someone who's kind of insensitive to these things, or someone who really cares and, and empathizes with these developers, I think all of us can can come to a consensus that this is not good for the industry as a whole I to mean, lose all this yeah. talent. Yeah, because a lot of, a lot of these people probably won't get back into gaming. And you got a lot of people here who have uh, have great, talented people, uh, a lot of experience. What's going to happen is a lot of those roles will get those refilled, but they'll be refilled with people who are far less experienced than the people that they let go, who are going to come in on far cheaper salaries and not be ready for the kind of of work that they need to do that the previous people who had those roles were doing before. So hey, good talent. luck to that. <laughs> right. You definitely need your talent. I do. The biggest thing is I do think that the unfortunate 
thing that comes from all this and all of the leaked information and all of the conversation around how much games cost and stuff i do think that kind of plays a role in it to an extent because a lot of these studios look at how much the games cost them and, and let's be for real all these studios have a number their break-even point but no one wants to just break even they they want that 15 to 20 percent extra profit on top of what they invested to basically make that money back and I do think over the court, it does, it's not going to happen in the middle of a year, but I do think when you get closer to the, the fiscal year of a company's year, I do think that based on how their games did over the course of that year, if you had a game that crushed your, you know, exceeded profitability and stuff like that, it's a good chance that, you know, you probably won't be touched, but it's also you're paying like your game might have helped another studio be open but that doesn't save that studio from not going through a layoff like this you know we got you know playstation talking about studios that you know they're going to close we still don't know what what it's going to be yet but you know it's being rumored that there's a playstation studio coming up that's going to be closing um i can see um epic going through another round again depending on what happens with fortnite right now it stabilized itself a little bit because they i heard that to- rumor about a playstation studio possibly closing it didn't which one media molecule did Mo- yeah, dreams that's right? one, and, and that's, that's the one I, and that's the one i think it's going to be probably i think it's probably media molecule as well yeah right uh, so, unfortunately yeah unfortunately, they should have put right. dreams on pc i mean i know a lot of people say that but it's true it, it, dreams would have thrived on pc but yeah. the think about the the mod scene on on PC. Take the the people who are so creative and and make mods on these games and give them the tools that Dreams had. Man, Pixel up. It would yeah. it would it would have been great. It would have been great. But yeah, Jimmy. And, they, and maybe that's something that's that's you know with them their focus on putting games on PC. Maybe Dreams is in the the works and that, and it can get a revival there. That would be great. Yeah, but that would be great. I kind of doubt it. But I also yeah. think it just ultimately, and um, Jeff B. Gaming just said, PlayStation already closed Pixel Opus, which, yes, they did. Yeah, but this this rumor that they're closing another studio was something that has yeah, come out is, since then. Since so. then, yeah. So, and, and yeah. everybody's pretty much pointing at Media Monocule. But uh, the biggest thing, it, it's just... Get, listen, man, gamers are going to play the games they want to play. And, and and we're starting to see that more and more and more now. People are falling back into the comfort zone of the games that they enjoy the most. I think the I don't think the fad of these live service games or anything like that is kind of disappearing. I don't think that's the case because I do think they're here to stay. You know, I think Fortnite is not going to go anywhere. Call of Duty Warzone is not going anywhere. You know, even Apex Legends to an extent. I don't think those games are going anywhere. But I do think that a lot of people are kind of getting tired of that. And they're finding themselves going back to other games. But the thing is, now everybody's trying to find that game that speaks to them all over again. Because even for myself, I identify so much with like live service over the course of the last generation. I kind of stopped playing everything else. So now I'm trying to find my way back into it, but I'm very, very picky on the games that I'll play. 
there used to be a time that gamers would just buy a game just because they were interested in it. And games cost too much for us to do that on our end, but these games also cost too much for them to make on their end. So when games don't do as well as they need to do, they may not cut, they may not cut down on the highest end studio, like a naughty dog or something like that. But that doesn't mean they won't sacrifice the lower end to like make that profit back in another way, because at the end of the day, they still have to afford the things that they have to afford. It's just a sucky way of running a business and it impacts people's lives to an extent where it's not fair. Because if we go back to not even three months ago, four months ago, when Bungie went through theirs, you know, laying off CMs and people that, you know, moved from one part of the country to move out to Seattle to find out within seven, eight months later, you don't have a job anymore because of decisions that were made way outside of your pay grade. But those people aren't affected by it, but you are. Those are the decisions that are being made every day. And guess what? Like you said, Slomo, a lot of people are going to choose not to come back. Because at a certain point, you are more valuable than what these companies say you are. And I tell my associates all the time, and I have this conversation with my wife every day when we talk about work, because, you know, we're both in retail. People work for people. They don't work for corporations. But people will quit a job or leave a job because of a corporation's stupid things that they do. And these are things that will make people not want to come back to gaming and be as talented as they are. And they find their own way and do the things that they want to do their own way, because you can't trust big corporations to look out for you in the way that they used to look out for you back in the day, because everybody is looking on how they can make money back that they lost two to three years ago. And the demand of the um, the games and the demand of the media that we play and participate in is astronomically higher than it used to be. And I don't see it going back anytime soon. Yep. Yep. Um, I think that's all we got, man. man that was Anything sorry, else you want to add? Abs- we need to talk about something. I just got sad for a second, man. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, look. And, and nothing happy to discuss about people losing their jobs and, and, and layoffs like crazy. So what do you think needs to happen going forward? And like I, I layoffs are all layoffs have been a part of the, the, they, the what they the need to do going forward is forever. respect, respect the employees. They're laying off better. I, I don't think that like this was could be avoided. But I don't like it the manner that it was done. I don't like uh, the the kind of very like poorly done lies. I, I hate to call Matt Booty the next Jim Lion Ryan, but at this point he going into the Matt Lion Dingleberry Booty territory at this point because it's just like, bro, you got caught lying pretty quickly about right. some things today in, in your explanation of how things are. <clears throat> and maybe this is why Matt doesn't get do social media like that and doesn't speak much. We usually, we usually hear from Phil Spencer. We usually hear from Sarah Bond. And they seem way more uh, media PR trained than he is. Maybe mm-hmm. he just needs to stick to the studios. But then, I, I don't know. Like I, I, it, 
Let me yeah, let me let me kind of pull it back because I don't want it to seem like I'm I'm just basically uh uh taking shots at Matt Booty left and right. I just Matt the guy the guy seemed seemed to have failed up upward. Oh lord, because up, upward fail. Come he on, went man. from he went from running Xbox Game Studios to now running Xbox Game Studios, Cinemax Media, and ABK. That's true. What did he deliver on Xbox Game Studios that made him worthy of that? Right place, right time. <laughs> Is that a game? No, uh, it's it's doing what you said he was doing. Born on third base. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah. See, see, that, 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 that takes you like this that into a different. This, <laughs> that, that, no, because because that that has been used to kind of describe uh, a lot of the people that tend to. They, hey, but we're gonna move on. We're gonna just move on. Look, look. Because hey, no we're about to get into a different topic. Um, <laughs> I, I would I would like them for them to be better at explaining things to the media where the the the, the lies aren't as obvious. It was clear to people who were you know kind of into these things that you know Mike Barr probably was not like the most popular dude at Microsoft, and him coming back under the fold probably ruffled some feathers the wrong way. But in, in some of your statements, like like when. <laughs> It shouldn't be this easily debunked. Saying that you reassign people when you actually laid them off should not happen, period. And so I would like to see that better happen better. I, I don't think there's anything they could actually do to stop the layoffs. And frankly, I'm fine with them canceling games. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a mistake assistant. I'm fine with you canceling games that are going to be going to suck. Uh, unlike a lot of people, I had no problem with them canceling Scalebound because I thought Scalebound looked like trash. I never mm-hmm. thought it looked good. So when they said they canceled it, I was like, well, all right, good. That, that game looks like it's, it's going to suck. And I, and I was kind of shocked to see all the outrage about it. Um, Mostly because that's what I think, I think back then. That's why. Well, true. But, like, do you want to play a bad game just because they got no games? I don't know. I mean, right? So it's just... It's it's more about really what what I'm. It's more about what's 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 Redfall. Couldn't a bad game. Than, couldn't have been worse than that. Well, yeah, but the, you don't want to do that again, right? So it's just it's it's what, the reason why I'm bringing it up is that it's just, it's it's that th- this is a step in the right direction. If the game was going to be a fail and it was going to take you you're going to spend millions upon millions only for it to be something that you didn't believe in, it's not it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. And so yeah, let's <laughs> kaiju fight. hopefully have um and, and and i know there are people who are just like but you know that blizzard quality is that blizzard quality well, that, that blizzard so that has been dead for about like, almost as long as, as it was they was developing this game blizzard has not had that seal of quality in so long like what they did with overwatch 2 was egregious the diablo 4 was a good time but you know typically 
even though it was a good game, it wasn't nothing groundbreaking from a Diablo right. game. And usually Blizzard used to give you that groundbreaking uh, massive enhancements with their sequels, even their new IPs. Blizzard used to be, and, and, and maybe this is kind of going back to them getting back to that, the kind of studio that would uh, cancel a game that was almost ready for release because it didn't meet their level of quality. So, but Blizzard hasn't been meeting that level of quality either, period. And Overwatch 2 might as well be called Overwatch 1.25 because that game was nowhere near close to a sequel, nor did they deliver on anything that said that they said that game was going to be. I They, they got to get back to being who they were. And I don't know if, I don't think Mike Ybarra leaving is getting, is getting them there. Uh who know like they had they said they'll be announcing who the new leader of active uh of blizzard is next week <laughs> i am um, it's yeah it's just, i am um, the blizzard that blizzard love hasn't been there since 2008 when wrath of the lynch king came out when they had that beautiful cinematic and it looked like a movie and i was like this is gorgeous has it been the same since the very beginning cutscene of StarCraft II when you saw Kerrigan on the planet being attacked by the Zerg rush and literally being left on the planet to die? And you got that feeling that this would have been incredible if they actually would have came out with StarCraft Ghost. So there's a lot of different things that Blizzard, like you used to look forward to a Blizzard release because you knew you were going to be treated to some amazing story and some amazing cutscene that was going to get you super hyped for the game you were going to play. And at this, all that, that's just disappeared a hundred percent, but I will always be the person, especially now that they're owned by Microsoft. The only thing I want from them is to revitalize Starcraft Ghost and give me a Kerrigan story that everybody knows that they won't because that because Starcraft has been dead for far too long and they don't have to bring the RTS back, but they do need to do something with that character because that was an amazing character that they have in their coffers. And um, but when it comes to Blizzard and the and the and the things that Blizzard used to do and get people excited for. Remember, this is the same studio that when they had BlizzCon and they showed off Diablo Immortals and a guy came up and says, are y'all kidding? Are you, what did he say in the thing? What did he say? Is, it, is, is this out of the season he, April Fool's joke? He said, this out of, yeah, exactly. This this is what happened. Literally we might like, have, we might have <laughs> a, even um, um, more of a messy BlizzCon layer this year with the way Yeah, we might. Going. It might be even messier, but the fact that your biggest fans literally said, is this an April Fool's joke? <laughs> in the middle of the stand with in front of the developers. It was funny. It was classic, but that's just where they are, unfortunately. So let's hope Xbox can turn it around. Maybe I, I choose to believe that the cancellation of this game was because Microsoft is learning and they and they know that this game is going to be tied, whatever this is, is going to be tied to them going forward. And they don't have the cliche to be able to endure another Redfall, like you said. But it still doesn't change the fact that I feel like the people, if those people were let go, 
you could have found something else for those people to do due to the fact that gay pass desert that it desires content and all you talk about is wanting to give as much content to gay pass and those people could have found a use or something inside of those four walls at xbox and microsoft i have a i have a, a thought and then we can we can end this yeah um it's about abk and so AB, i'm looking at i'm looking at that tweet the to be. um they oh, um uh, always okay, got you all, all, always they always the a <laughs> okay no. look I'm, I'm, that was a joke okay look um <laughs> I'm looking at a tweet from Charlie Intel on Twitter. Charlie Intel is a is a a, a Twitter oh, account that's, that's focused on that's Call, a Call of, Duty. of Duty one. Yep. Right. The tweet says that there have been posts about from almost every Call of Duty studio about layoffs. Employees from Infinity Ward, Sledgehammer Games, Ravensoft Software, Treyarch, High Moon Studios, and more laid off. And then I saw something that someone has said where they were wondering if Microsoft would start to cut cost when it comes to the development of Call of Duty, where using they may, may use more external contractors than using the in-house developers that have been a part of the machine that keeps Call of Duty going every year. I would really hope that would not be the case. <laughs> now, I understand that maybe like you may want to skip a year sometimes in order to make sure that our level of quality is there. But you you don't want to follow a a game development uh philosophy that didn't work for Halo as far as content goes. And in between Halo Guardians and Halo Infinite, how many Call of Duties came out? Like that's just I'm 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 hopeful that that's not the case. Because that would be extremely problematic. And look, for the future, when it comes to what the your your question about this, let Call of Duty what Call of Duty does. We've, we've seen this so many times where a publisher or a big entity acquires a smaller entity and then they start telling that smaller entity how to do their job. But that smaller entity is better at doing that kind of work than they are. Shut up and let them cook. Let them do what they do because what they do is better than you. And let them do their job. Too. Yes. Let them do their job. And you just collect the money and be quiet. Because when you start interjecting in and you're messing up the process, and clearly you don't understand the process because you don't have that level, level of success, you're going to mess everything up. Don't do that and just work on getting your games out and uh, from Zenimax Media and Xbox Game Studios and the Xbox Publishing. Get those games out and leave Activision Blizzard King alone. Okay, you had to do the layoffs. I get it. I understand it. No, none of us like it, but it is what it is. It's business. Now, at this point, let them do they do what they do. So that's all I got to say on that, man. You ready to wrap this up? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm just looking at this. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking at this picture of Mikey Barr and, and um, 
Phil Spencer. And Phil Spencer, yeah, <laughs> yeah. With all, just these, like, with all these, we're so with, happy with all these people. And then Cliff Blazinski on the side says, "That's a lot of white people." <laughs> God dang, dog, this is crazy. That's a lot of that, that's a lot of happy people. Yeah, right. That wasn't even guess um, what slow mo. That wasn't even four months ago. <laughs> even four months ago. it was all good just a week ago hey um so look so, so for everyone um halloween we appreciate you guys uh um being patient with us with this last little transition we just did uh it it, it seems to have worked and maybe hopefully it will be as seamless as it was um this week next week when forte is hosting and then we switch over to dps for the final topic but um, again, for those who don't know, we're doing this because we want the DPS channel um, to be the only place where you go to the podcast. Uh, me and Forte's channels are very different. We do different content, and we think it kind of what DPS does and what it is, it doesn't always work with the kind of other content that we have and the way YouTube's algorithms are, it makes it difficult for uh, the podcast to reach all the audiences that we want to reach as well as our other content to reach all the audiences that we want to reach. So trying to keep things separate the way we originally intended things to be, but the, the, the transition of getting there wasn't as fast as we would like it. And hopefully this, this kind of, you know, pushes thing along, uh, pushes things along. And uh, we can get back to focusing things on our channels the way the way we we have always uh, intended to do so. But great podcast uh, today! Thank you everyone for coming through. Forte, let everyone know what's going on in your channel over the next week. You got any videos in the tuck? Actually, yeah, got a couple. Was going to talk about the Activision stuff um, this weekend. So um, a lot of stuff I said today, but you know, probably a little bit more. I won't say craziness, but you know, just stuff that I probably want to say on that. And then um just getting back oh, yeah, to real quick. Some more uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> subscribe to the channel. Uh, someone in the chat said, Hey, uh, tell people to subscribe. Yeah, you're you you you're right. Yes, yeah, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Go ahead, go ahead, Forte. Yeah, yeah. But outside of that, yeah, just get back to playing some games and stuff like that. And um Make sure you guys, like you said, subscribe to the channel. We'll be doing this again next week. I actually, it actually worked really well, you know, being able to um, shout out to the, I think we got up to 39 people. We were at 49 on the original stream and we got it up to 39 over here. So we only had like a 10 person drop off, which you always expect a little bit of a drop off when you do stuff like that. But I think it's just good just so we get people used to coming to this channel. And then once we get, um, everybody acclimated we could just go live on this just this channel and not even have to worry about impacting other channels like slow-mo said but uh with that being said we appreciate all of you guys you guys uh definitely show out and show up for us and we appreciate that but when it comes to channel members from my side i got the boy your boy roy ftw donnell brown erotimus basement brap radio arcade podcast Stardust Acero, Ramon Terrell, Hargichani, Corey Hill, Slow-Mo Backslab, DJ Oris, and that guy Smitty. Uh, really appreciate you guys supporting us in that way. And um, the one thing is we will announce once we get ready to move everything over to the DPS channel, we'll give everybody 
uh, a heck of a lot of uh, future notice on that. So uh, people can like move their channel memberships and stuff over to this channel if they want to, when we finally do get the join button uh, over here. And um, so people can know if they want to, if you want to support everywhere you can, but you know, that's definitely not required or anything. But we would give everybody a chance to get their stuff moved over uh, so they can have their badges and stuff over here, too. But uh, it won't be the same thing as it is on our channel because there's no way to move, like, the yearly badges. People just have to earn those all over again. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably do something. Uh, we'll probably do something like a founder or like a uh, um, you, you, you guys have a different, like, role. Like, well, right. we'll, we could definitely yeah. do that for for the people who are uh members on our uh on the the individual channels when we switch over we'll make you like a founder or something we'll, we'll get something nice we'll figure it out look we'll, we'll do it later we'll figure it out right exactly. um <laughs> for myself um for yourself Slomosa. um i'm still working on the act of this video i'm almost done done with that so you'll see that in a few days on my channel on the dps channel i'm still streaming uh, my replay of final fantasy 7 remake uh, I likely would do the next one tomorrow. So come check it out. Tomorrow will be uh, uh, part six. Um, and this is the part that's probably going to get uh, be a bit of a tearjerker for, you know, some of you sensitive types because uh, probably gonna be a lot of dead bodies in this one. So, but uh, definitely come through. Um, I really appreciate it. And we're going to get a body here. Hope you guys have a great rest of your evening and uh, play some games. We out. Peace.